Welcome to Amplify Love, a show for the light worker, the soulful influencer, the seeker of peace, and advocate of love. I'm your host, Jenny Randolph, a former lawyer, a former therapist, current mom, soulful leadership coach, and channel. I bridge clients to the spiritual realm, to angels, ancestors, spirit guides, and sometimes even Jesus, so they can get answers to their biggest questions about life and purpose. Each show, I feature insights and interviews. You'll get tips, tools, and then me channeling the archangels and Jesus. Our goal here is to help you connect to the spiritual being that you are and your true purpose. And we're needing this more now than ever as we continue to face the challenges and changes brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic. A little about me, in 1999, I quit law to find my true purpose. 15 years later, after much meditating, studying A Course in Miracles several times, becoming a therapist, raising three kids, hours of spiritual workshops, going through divorce, and lots of therapy, I finally knew my purpose when I saw my first angel in the Calgary airport. I knew then that I was to be a bridge to the spiritual realm. A few months later, uh, one quiet morning, I was at home. My three kids were at school. And I heard the angels and Jesus tell me, you are on our team. You have an assignment to write for us. That assignment became my book, Love's Curriculum, Messages of Enlightenment, which you can find on Amazon. And today, it's my pleasure to join with an, another amazing author, Sherry reichert Ballou, the author of Say It Now, 33 Creative Ways to Say I Love You to the Most Important People in Your Life. Sherry helps people find creative intentional and impactful ways to celebrate life and to express love for family and friends. As a certified high performance coach, Sherry supports people in living their best lives full of joy, success, engagement, and meaningful relationships. And it's my delight to be interviewing Sherry today. I first met Sherry at a Brendan Bouchard event, for those of you know who know Brendan's work, where I instantly thought of her as a joy-bringing fairy. If you've ever met her in person, you'll know that that is true. And as we got to know each other, I really saw the powerful force for love and joy that she is, and the advocate that she is for each of us to authentically and creatively be our unique selves in this world. Uh, welcome, Sherry. Oh, wow, Jenny. <laughs> oh, thank you for those beautiful words. And I love hearing your story. I love your story. Thank you. And you have been with me. We, we've gotten to know each other a bit over this last year of my own transformation into be, being more authentically me. And it's been a joy to have you to journey with this last year. 
Yeah, back at you, baby. I know. <laughs> it's such a, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm praying that it's a lifelong journey, right? That we keep on getting to discover more and more of who we are and how we love more and better and amplified, as you say. Yes. So tell us a bit about how you came to write the book and all your work around the book about bringing this joy and connection with and creating that life where you're connected and living meaningfully and all of that that's part of your work. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll make a really long story short <laughs> in that, um, as you know, Jenny, because we've told our stories to one another. I, when I was a young woman, I went through a deep, dark, depressed, anxious, suicidal period. And that, as we know, can often lead to grace. And for me, that grace was coming from what felt like an iron wall closing in on me and that I was just going to completely lose myself and literally get off this planet in that despair. Instead, I found myself on a path of meditation and self-discovery and what I called uh, looking for little pinpricks of light in that iron wall. And what came from that over many, many, many years was a life of celebration and one of the parts of that was seeing that every time I would go to a funeral or memorial, people would tell these beautiful stories about each other, you know, they, about the person who had died, and they would share photographs and appreciations. And I would always say, why don't we say this now? Because I think this is part of why so many of us fall into these places of despair and depression is that we don't feel known or seen or loved or appreciated for who we are. Wow. That, that I know I had heard some of your story before, but it's just hitting me right now. The, how, why I sense so much joy in your work and your passion to create the book and all of that because of your own journey and coming from that darker place. When we, when we come out of it, what, really true joy because for you joy I see you walking it you're walking your talk it's not just some uh, uh you know nice words on a card <laughs> so I appreciate that you walk your talk and all that you have been through to get there well and I you know Jenny and I, I think you probably can relate to this too that I think it was really the depth of that despair that created so much space in me than for you know this breath of of love and joy. I, I just feel like I have, and I'm always interested in expanding that container too. Like, how do I love more? How do I feel more joy? How do I give more joy? And I yes. know that's that's a place we connect deeply. Yes, we do. Yes. So what because of where we're at right now with this pandemic, and for many it might be bringing up feelings of um, despair or loneliness, um, questioning what, what's going to happen in their life, and also perhaps disconnection from the very ones that they love. I'm wondering what words might you suggest or a direction for people, any, any wisdom, hope that you might give? Oh, yes, Jenny. <laughs> this, is like, <laughs> this is my favorite topic right now because... One of the things that I've seen, and I hope that a lot of people listening have also experienced, maybe in some part or will experience, is that paradox of within this isolated period where we aren't seeing our friends and family, 
that there are so many connections that are being newly formed and deepened. And I think this is a beautiful opportunity for us because there's so much reflection time and there's so much time that we have to focus on creative ways to love and connect. I think this is a beautiful time for us all to really deepen our relationships and to find some fun, creative, playful ways to connect because that joy and the playfulness is so good for our health. Oh, yes. And I I definitely have noticed that in my own family, my parents and my brother and I, my brother lives way in Norway and I'm in Canada and they're in Washington state. (laughs) So we, they, my mom said, oh my goodness, we are connecting more than ever on Messenger or whatever virtual video conferencing than we usually do. And she was celebrating that joy that we are, Mm. I'm connected more to my family, extended family, more conversations, more videos, more checking in on each other than ever before. Right. I, that's, I think that's the interesting thing. You know, I've been doing, um, my whole family, those of us who are here sheltered together and then far and wide family have been doing game nights on zoom and they're games that we played whenever we would all get together at my mother's house, which is our central, you know, hub. But we never before had even thought we could do that outside of those, you know, twice a year when we were all gathered at my mom's. Now, suddenly, every week we're all getting together. And I yes. think that's sort of what you're saying, too. Yeah. And what, what struck me is um, that, and I'll have to find the words here again. Really? Okay. So if if you were talking about funerals and memorials, and some people are are going through that right now, and... Uh, others of us aren't, but I think there's this real overall feeling that life is short, that we don't really know. We, we never really know. And to live fully then, as you were suggesting, in the now, in the moment, to say it now, and that this time of isolation and the pandemic really is, if, if there's any way to be in it right now, it's not just to wait and say, well, we'll get back to life one day, but it's to live full on out right now, like to love, to live, to connect as if it was our last moments, which in reality, we never really know when our last moments are going to be. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Jenny, you that you said that so beautifully. And you, this is something that ever since, I mean, one of the gifts for me of having that suicidal period was I was so close to, to just getting off this planet that ever since then, I've always reminded myself of how fleeting it really is, you know, and how we really don't know when it's our time or someone we love. And that has been such a huge impetus for me to say it now, to celebrate now, because nothing's really different right now than it ever was. It was just that we had that illusion that we were safe from death, but we're never safe from death. Yes, exactly. So if anything, again, like you were saying in the darkness, there's pinpricks of light, I think you said. So there's lots of little pinpricks of light during this time to remember how short life is, to really connect, to appreciate, to reassess all of those beautiful moments that are available. Yes, 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 yes. So you had mentioned um, the ways, I know you have your whole book has 
chock full of amazing, practical, <laughs> beautiful, creative ways to actually do that saying it now, that reaching out, especially I know a lot of the, I've gone through it, a lot of the practices are to people who don't live close. So I'm wondering if you have, I know there some, what people might specifically take from the book and we're going to let them know where they can get it as well, but things you might suggest specifically for this time that we're in, at least for these next couple of months, perhaps. I would love that. I was, I was thinking about this before we get on and um, there are a few things that I would particularly love to encourage people to do and okay. start with the most tiny, which is, um, I am a huge fan of something called voice notes, which most people who have a smartphone have an app on their phone, whether they've used it or not, that is a recorder. And the thing about voice notes, it's, it's just like sending someone an email, but on steroids, because you can convey all of your energy. You can play music. So for instance, I recommend if you have a song that is meaningful between you and somebody in your life, you just pull up that song, start playing it, turn on your recorder and just 30 seconds of, oh, you know, I'm listening to the song and it makes me think of you. Mm. Or you could play music if you're someone who plays music. You know, you could strum on your guitar, or play the piano for someone. You could have several of you who are in your house sheltering together, all leaving a message together, singing a song to somebody, reading from a book, or it could just be a simple voice message. But it's, it to me, it is just one of the most simple things that you can do that really engages the other person on all their senses if you if you feel like doing that. Beautiful. I think you sent me a poem once like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, and I like about, because I think more than ever we're connecting live nowadays on video. But what I like about the, the recorded audio message that you're talking about, or I suppose it could be a video message, they, they can keep it. So yeah. when they're feeling alone or down, they have it to play in those moments. It's, it's not a one-time thing. Exactly, exactly. And the fun of it too, I keep everything because I am just a sentimental fool. But one of the things that I've done, because I've been doing this for, for decades now, I, and sometimes I'll resend them, you know, so 10 years later, I just found one recently of uh, something that a friend had sent me that really touched me and I'd sent him a note. And I got touched all over again when I listened to that recording and I sent it again and said, I just still love that you did this for me. Mm, beautiful. All right. So more, more ideas. Cause I, yeah. I know they're full of them. <laughs> yes. Well, and actually I just kind of touched on one I hadn't planned on talking about, but I think I'll just throw this in quickly, which is the idea of reappreciation. And I think especially in these days when we're all in our homes so much, I encourage people to really look around your home and see if there are items that connect you to other people who aren't with you physically. And particularly maybe it's a wedding gift or a birthday gift or something someone brought you from a trip or something someone made for you. And to really take the time to send them, be it a handwritten note, which I am such a huge fan of snail mail right now. People love to receive personal things in the mail. So maybe you send them a handwritten note and you thank them again and tell them how much that means to you. Or again, you could leave a voice note, you could send a text, you could send an email, you could call them. But reappreciation is such a beautiful way to bring some joy into our own lives. And then of course, 
for somebody else who receives it. Beautiful. Actually, you know, I flipped open to your book today and I, I found, I think, a, a bit about that chapter where you were rethanking your mom for a carpet she had sent you and all of the different fun socks she'd sent you over the years. <laughs> yes, it's true. That is true. Yeah, because yeah, I love you have a lot of creative, crafty and many different types of practical ideas in the book and then also beautiful personal stories and really a call to action for all of us to be, to say it now, as you say. Well, yeah. And, oh, sorry, Jenny. No, go ahead. I just wanted to say that the title of the book again, because I know I kind of quickly, it's Say It Now, 33 Creative Ways to Say I Love You to the Most Important People in Your Life. It's the book. Well, and I, I was going to jump in because I think also one of the things happening, and you and I have talked about this before, is that there are a lot of occasions that are happening right now when people might either celebrate together or there would be some way of celebrating that has been lost. And we could talk about high school graduations, college graduations, people's weddings that are having to be either they're, they're not having the gathering or they're just doing something small. We're talking about big birthdays or any birthdays, Mother's Day, right? There's all kinds of occasions. And I just wanted to throw out an idea, and it doesn't have to be for an occasion. So I also want people just to be thinking, I'm, I'm a big fan of doing things just because. But we're all gathering, at least a lot of people are gathering together on something like Zoom or someplace where we get to see each other from, you know, in those tiles, right? <laughs> yes. And, and play the, with the special effects on some of them, which exactly. I find fun. <laughs> One of the things that I want to suggest to give an added just an added level of love to some of those gatherings to make them feel special is to do something that, Jenny, you've probably heard me say many times, which is a love list. So yes. it's, it's basically a list of reasons why we love someone and they're very specific reasons. So it's nice to say, oh, I love your laughter, but it's even better if we could say, you know, I love how you always joke about that croaking frog or whatever that specific story that you both know is so that it really hits home for the person. But when we're on these big gatherings, whoever is organizing can surprise the person if it's the graduate or if it's the, the mom or whoever that we're celebrating, ask everybody in advance to bring one or two things that they've come up with that they really specifically love about that person. Or if it's for graduation, you could make a twist on it. You could say, you know, bring a couple of reasons why you know this young person is just gonna have an amazing life or why this person is gonna be so successful in their endeavors. Whatever you wanna do, but have everybody bring something. And then on that call, you can go around person to person to person and have them share. And it connects everybody in a, in a much deeper way than, a, than when you're all sort of just on the call, everybody talking over each other and you know that can be very fun but it gives it a specialness and you can record it for the person. Oh, beautiful idea. I can, I'm feeling all warm fuzzy just thinking about it, <laughs> which, which really, again, like from, from my greater say spiritual love that this show is about that, that is shown through the way we love each other too. It, it doing something like that, though, speaking those words of gratitude, sharing those does create such a beautiful, juicy, connection, warm, fuzzy love for the person and for the giver, I believe, and for all who witness 
the the giving from each person too. It does. And, you know, I actually just did this for a friend's birthday the other day. And what I, I was in tears the whole call. It wasn't just the depth and the love that I felt, but that getting to hear from all these other really important people in this person's life, I loved each one of them. And I think that that's one of the things I've, I've done a lot of group loveless sorts of things. And that's what happens. The love just is like exponential. Just like, <laughs> yes. Just like you teach. Uh, yeah, because when we're all focused on it together and we're all learning about how somebody else loves, it's instant connection. Yes. Beautiful. Oh, I love that one. And there's, yeah, lots of opportunity. Any, I suppose, too, if, if those who may have to be celebrating celebrations of life memorials online at this time, would there be a, a certain step similar to that or that one even that they might consider doing? Well, you know, one of the things way before any of this was happening, I was working a lot with people on creating love lists for people who have passed away. And I, I'm a huge believer that I, I don't like the words like I loved him because it doesn't die. We, we love, I mean, we love someone, you know, whether they're physically here or not. Correct. And, and I really encourage people to use those love lists as a way to not only celebrate the person who's passed away, which it really celebrates their life, but it's very healing because it focuses us on what is that has, has not died, which is that relationship is still alive and the community. So let's say we're all gathered together for a, a memorial online. We get to share which people love to do. We all know this. That's why funerals, even though people are very, very sad at funerals, there's also so much laughter and there's so much joy because it's, it's love in action, right? Yes. And why I love the celebration of life idea that calling it those. Yeah. Really a celebration too. Hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. I have a couple other things if we do. I don't know how, how we're doing on time, but. Yeah, just, I know. I was just going to ask. We have a few more minutes. So. Well, a couple of things that I wanted to share just about one-on-one -on -one connections. Just again, I'm always interested in things that maybe don't take a lot of time or money, but that, that have that extra layer of love. And one of the things that I've been doing and noticing other people doing, which is this thing of like, let's say Jenny, I mean, obviously you and I, <laughs> we're so far away from each other. Let's say we wanna have a, a Zoom talk in a couple of weeks and we plan it. Well, one of the things that we could do to make it even more sort of special is we could decide in advance that we're go both gonna bring coffee and muffins or yeah. to take step further, maybe I love to bake. And so I send you, you know, a couple days beforehand, or, you know, I get you some, some handmade muffins, and then I make the same muffins for myself. And so we get to sort of share in that, you know, we're, we're having the same thing, or maybe Amazing. we like, wine. so we're having the same glass of wine, or maybe I send you a book that I love. I'm reading a book currently and I love it. And so I send you a copy and then we get to have a coffee clatch about the book. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. It, it, what it, what it brings up for me. Oh, wow. That's beautiful because it really, it's almost like being there then. Right. Yeah. And it's so how, okay, there's really no, no reason we can't 
still even connect beyond just a, a video call. Like we can connect in those ways too. I think that's amazing. And what it brought up for me is, you know, sometimes even when it's not been the pandemic, and I think I mentioned how, and you said too, how you're playing games now more than ever with your family and connecting more, that when you work with people on on creating these, saying it now and taking that time and making that effort, what comes up for me a little bit is this maybe shadow side of this noticing where I might run from intimacy, right? Even when there wasn't a pandemic, it might be like, well... I don't know if I can drive across town to see my friend, you know, <laughs> like terrible things, yes. but how we get so busy in our lives that, that there's that, um, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, that's coming to me. I'm wondering if you have thoughts about that. I do. And I'm so glad you brought that up because there's actually a lot of things that can get in our way. And one is maybe, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm projecting here, tell me, but it's like, but what you were saying about, well, if I open up this intimacy, do I have enough time for this intimacy or do I even have enough, you know, space inside myself? Yes. That's there, one thing for sure. Right? There is that. The, there's a, a close cousin to that, which is the vulnerability. Well, what if I open up and I try to do something different and people laugh at me or they think I'm goofy. I just had someone say to me last week, and this phrase is not, I can't get it out of my head, which is, that's just not something we do. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> right? Like oh. she said, you know, that's just not something we do, meaning her people don't express in that way. And so there are lots of things that can come up that are shadow side. And I know you, and I know for me, and probably a lot of people listening, we're really interested in growth. We're interested in our spiritual growth. We're interested in loving more. And I just see those as places where we're just pushing, right? We're pushing at the corners. We're pushing at the container to see if we can just get a little bit bigger and see who we become in that process. Yes. Wow. Really? Yeah. And that's what we're being called to do always and especially now can we can we face those parts of us that would be afraid to be intimate to love to be vulnerable and especially because we have more time right time isn't even an excuse right now <laughs> it's I know it's not and yet you know we both know and I think this is really worth saying that so a lot of people are talking about like comfort right now and I'm I'm all for comfort to an extent but I also think it's a good thing to keep our eyes on. If we're, if we're staying too comfortable, that can quickly slide over to this place of hiding and sort of becoming smaller in how we experience our lives and how we love. And I just encourage people to always keep an eye on that. You know, if something feels uncomfortable, that may be exactly where you wanna go or not, but we have to, we have to discern. Yeah, often, yes, pushing outside the comfort zone is where all the love really lies. It is, right? Yeah, we all had conversations that we were like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but we do, it brings us closer. It does. And really, like the call to action, I know I spoke with uh, our guest a couple weeks ago, Steve from Humanities Team, and, and what I'm hearing you say and what I've been up to voicing out there and I hear others is this is the time to be bigger in our love not smaller that if anything we are meant to again live really full on out right now this isn't some waiting period this is 
this is the main event that we've all been in a way preparing for. How can we show up and really be present and really love and really connect and, and share how important people are to us? Wow, Jenny, yes, yes, yes. I often think of it in terms of like, sometimes it feels to me like when someone is really sick or there's a death that the veil gets lifted, right? We suddenly are much more conscious of the preciousness and how much we love people and we're more likely to say things. And then typically that closes again. We've been in a period where the veil has been lifted for several months now. And I think that that's a beautiful thing if we let it be in that way. I mean, I'm not discounting any of the grief that's going on right now at all. But just like in normal, quote unquote, normal life, when that veil gets lifted, it does open our hearts. It does. And to share and be there through the grief too, the joy, the grief, to really open to each other in all of those places. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> so, um, my dear, where would people connect with you? Um, the, the where they can get the book. Any other things you want to direct them to to help support them, and to, if they want to connect with you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, the book is available at Target if people are going there to pick up supplies, or um, online, Amazon, or other places online. And I have a free gift, which is what I call a loveless toolkit on my website. And that has some prompts and some printables and some presentation tips. So kind of everything you might need if you're interested in the idea of offering someone a love list. And my website is simplycelebrate.net. And they'll find it there on the homepage? It's right there on the home page. Awesome. If you do simplycelebrate.net forward slash love, that'll take you right to the opt-in for that. And you can get that free. Beautiful. And that was the list you were saying people could even have somebody, each person say at a graduation or Mother's Day or anything coming up. Exactly. Similar. Perfect. From, yeah, it could be from a group or just from one person. All right. Yeah, or one person. Okay, so simplycelebrate.net. You can find out more about Sherry there and her love list free download as well as her book is Say It Now, 33 Creative Ways to Say I Love You to the Most Important People in Your Life. Sounds like it's available all where all places online pretty much that you would get books and also in Target, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it's time to say goodbye, but we won't end our connection. We'll just know that we're still connected and we're sending a bunch of love and joy out to everyone listening. Um, this is going to end. We're going to say goodbye to Sherry, but if you want to stay on those who want to stay on, um, I'm going to go into a meditative grounding spiritual experience for everybody to connect with spirit and your divine self and bring through the channeling of the archangels and Jesus who have come through, come through me as the high council. So we're going to, take a short little maybe 30 second musical interlude before we dive into our our meditative experience here and sherry i want to thank you again for joining us and gracing us with all your wisdom and joy and insights and your story all that you've been through oh jenny thank you and listen thank you for all of the light and love you bring to the world i'm oh, so lucky to know you, you. thank you 
All right. Uh, so on that note, we'll say goodbye. Love you. And um, we'll, yeah, we'll take a one little minute musical break and then I'll come back and guide us in a meditative experience. Welcome back to Amplify Love. I'm your host, Jenny Randolph, and we're going to dive in now to a spiritual meditative experience. We'll start, I'll be guiding you through a practice to help ground your energy, to expand your awareness, to connect with your heart, to feel present. And then as we get into that, wonderful space, then I will open up and bring through words and wisdom and energy from the High Council, which includes Jesus as a guide and a way shower, a master teacher available to guide us, and the archangels and other spiritual beings of light and love who are here to walk with us from that higher plane of consciousness behind the veil and to be with us, to remind us that we are spiritual beings here having a human experience and to, to really add to our experience, our human experience, and to be there for guidance and connection and love. So I invite you to close your eyes, and this will take about five to ten minutes, and then I'll probably channel for five or ten minutes. And so I invite you now, if you're able and want to close your eyes and feeling your feet on the floor. So uncrossing your legs so that both feet are on the floor. Noticing where your, the soles of your feet meet the floor. And then let's take a big deep breath in and releasing on the exhale. You may want to release with sound even. So big breath in. And out. And one more in. And out. And we'll do one more. And on this big exhale, I want you to release any thoughts that are interrupting you right now. So any distractions, any thoughts on doing this process even, any things you're still thinking about from the interview knowing you can come back to all of that later. This is just time to be fully at peace. So big breath in and out. Ah, good. And then placing your hand on your heart. So your heart center, the heart chakra, right in the middle of your chest. 
We're going to begin to breathe in and out of our heart center. So breathing in to the heart and out. Some of you may be familiar with this heart breath from the Heart Math Institute. And then again, in and out of the heart and one more. Good. And now drawing your attention again to the soles of your feet where they meet the floor. And I want you to imagine, to intend, sending roots out the soles of your feet. And these roots go down, down, down into Mother Earth. Traveling through any floors or floors into the soil. And then these roots can expand and go out wherever they want to in the world. And I want you just to trust wherever they want to go. Deep, wide, to another part of the world. Sending them out. And then ask and intend that the roots stop and anchor. And now we'll ask God, creator, source, all that is, and Mother Earth to send up through the roots any earth energies that you are needing today. Any earth energies that you are needing right now to support, to ground, to nurture, to cleanse, to heal, to energize. So those energies now are coming up through the roots and coming up through the soles of your feet, coming up through your legs, traveling up all of that energy, coming all the way into your heart center. And then again, placing your hand on your heart, breathing into the heart and out as these energies that are coming up through the roots and up into your heart, they begin to overflow and radiate out from your heart to fill your entire body, pulsating out, radiating out, spilling out, filling every nook and cranny, and then they radiate out so powerfully to go out past your physical body and fill your auric field, so that energy being that you are that extends out past that physical skin. Good. And now as that continues, that energy continues to come up and radiate out, I want you to draw attention to the top of your head, to your crown chakra, the very tip of your head. We're going to ask and intend that it be open. So your intention is powerful. You're asking the divine that it be open, open to pure love, love, kindness, comfort, the divine, full light love, wisdom, you connect here with knowing yourself as a spiritual being, eternal, connecting with the wisdom of loved ones who've passed on, with your ancestors, with God, the goddesses, with Buddha, whatever form of the divine, all of that wisdom 
creator, all that is, and the angels and guides, the helpers, the Holy Spirit. And now let's invite all of that amazing connection to come down through the top of your head. Maybe feel it or experience or see it like a white golden light coming down, coming down through the top of your head, moving down through your face, down through your throat, and traveling down to the heart center where it joins with the earth energies that are still coming up and they all swirl together. Swirling. And then breathing into the heart and out. As the heaven energy blends with the earth energy, swirling together as you breathe. And then now as you breathe, those energies shine out to fill your entire body, feeding you, nurturing you, this spiritual being in a human body, fully supported. Good. Just allowing whatever your experience is, whether you're feeling something or not feeling something, whether you're seeing or not seeing anything, just breathe and trust. And here, if you wish, you may invite a guardian angel to be with you or guardian angels. I usually see people with at least two, one on each, standing behind each shoulder. And you may wish to bring Jesus into your awareness, any presence of the divine, a divine teacher, maybe Mother Mary, the divine mother. bringing them into the room, maybe a loved one that you connect with that makes you feel safe and loved or an animal spirit or guide. You can't get it wrong here. Any members of what I see as your angelic soul team, this whole support, this team on the other side and in the spiritual realm, the angelic support, all of that you can ask to be with you, making it safe to be present and open shining love with upon you good and now i call in my guides and angels and jesus to help me be a clear conduit as i call now the high council to come through me who consists of jesus and the angels and many other teachers who have simply gathered to support us at this time and in these years this transformational period upon the planet work individually through me and with each one of you as well. And always they remind us that we are one, one big ball of love, only seeming to be separate forms, both forms and physical bodies and forms and spiritual bodies, all God, all good. And so I call now the high council that you would come through me for this group and that I would be a clear conduit for this time, these messages, whatever experience you wish to shine upon us. And I ask that it be in the highest good of all, in the highest good of each one listening, in the name of love. And so it is. Dear ones, dear ones, we come to you now, especially at this time, with words of strength and wisdom and support. Today, we wish to come forward with that fatherly love, that protective love, although not related to 
gender specifically, the energy of the protector that many may see as more coming from the father base or the father energy. So we bring that structure, that strength to you in these times that may feel less than structured. Again, as spoken of earlier, to remember though that never is anything in the material world truly structured or forever. And then we wish to partner with this mas more masculine known father energy with the divine mother energy. As we too, she too is here, the feminine, the love, the nurturing energy that your hearts need at this time, we come through with that to you as well, that you would feel that whole support, the feminine and the masculine, although we do not use those terms to be gender specific, but only that they have been words known in your cultures, even in the spiritual teachings, masculine and the feminine presence that is present in each one of you, that is seemingly present in the expression of God, that she comes through to you and that he comes through to you and that Jesus comes to you and that we, the archangels, come to you in many different energies and forms. And so now we see at this time that you need to step into that holistic living of both structure and nurturing, the feminine and the masculine, doing and receiving, that each of your days would have that balance, that the planet herself would experience that balance. And so it starts with each one of you creating that balance within you. So simply breathe that awareness in. The questions may arise, how? We come to teach you how in the book that we had Jenny Scribe, Love's Curriculum, as well many ancient teachings, many current teachings speak of this balance. Although it is not a 50-50 balance, as you may suspect, it is more an ever flow, sometimes more the feminine flow and sometimes more the masculine structure that it comes through. It is not, again, that you must continue to walk your path somehow in 50-50 of each. It's just that both need to be expressed and honored. Both have their time and place. And they do dance together, working in concert, just as you, when you give love, you receive love in that ever ebb and flow, that beautiful dance, just as you give birth and death happens as well. You may know it as, in a way, the yin-yang of life, of spirit, of God, of your experience there, of grief and joy, sadness and joy. How could they both be one? But at times you will see that they are both there, as was spoken of earlier, the joy that can be happening at a sad event like a funeral. And so we ask that each of you be open to the curriculum, the ways to learn this shall we say again, balance, but there's a better term for it. We could say this dance, this ebb and flow, this holistic approach that each of you would allow yourself to care for others at this time and be cared for. Again, we refer that there are chapters and study of this topic in Love's Curriculum, as well as from many other 
professors, so to speak, teachers, professors of truth, that profess the truth, that profess love and help and guidance to this balance, this interconnectedness. And so we simply open your minds to this experience now, this knowing, this teaching, this opportunity, and ask that you, again, let go now of any needing to figure that out in this moment. And let us just fill and shine upon you now as you receive our love, this unified love, this holistic love, the energies of giving and receiving, the masculine and the feminine, we could call it, that we would shine that upon you as a first step towards that experience. And we realize many of you are at different parts of this journey, different points of understanding these concepts. But if you would, and you are willing, you may simply open to receive our love shining through you beyond time and space here now, whether you wish to breathe into your heart or open your palms to receive, but know, and you're welcome to receive and ask for this, this healing, this love, this light, this infiltration, this shining out of love that we bring to you now. And if you wish, you may open to it now. And just breathe as we shine it out to you. And know it's coming to you from those guides and loved ones and angels in the room with you. And here in this space, as we shine this light to you as we shine this nurturing energy and this fatherly energy, structured and supportive energy that is seen in both men and women. Again, we it is not gender specific. In your dimension, fathers are nurturing as well and mothers are structured as well each of you having both energies. And so again, we're just helping now bring balance or bring interconnectedness to those energies. And in this space, as we shine that energy upon you, this giving and receiving balanced energy, that you would say, as you're opening to receiving it, what prayers might be upon your heart that you're needing help with and that you wish to share for others ways you wish the world to be created anew during these times, your life anew. Simply open your heart and know that we the angels and God and Jesus hear the prayers upon your heart. No need to get it perfect. We hear your heart. You may ask those prayers now. And as you do, feel a loving hand upon your head, your shoulder, be it Jesus or an angel or a loved one. They are close to you, loving you. And you sending your love to them, see them before you, looking into each other's eyes, giving and receiving their love, giving and receiving love, receiving their love and giving them love. We trust that these are powerful experiences, these visualizations. Energy, love, connection has no form, no time and space. 
This one, this being is close with you. This love is moving between you now and always. So go forward knowing that we are loving you, that this one in front of you that you see in your mind's eye is representative of God, of all of us, the angels and helpers of God. Jesus. Or another saint, another teacher from a different tradition that speaks to your heart. All of that connection goes with you. So take it into your day and go forward and spread the light. But spread the light from this place of feeling connected and receiving as you give. Again, that dance between feminine and the masculine. Giving and the receiving, the structure and the flow, the endings and the beginnings. We bring you that. We grace you with that wholeness and that peace. We go with you and we believe in you, our brave soldiers for love. And so it is. All right. So taking a breath, slowly opening your eyes. Hi, Jenny. I want to thank you. I'm back. I'm uh, surrendered that connection. Um, and I, as me, want to thank you for being here and listening to the interview, joining here to amplify love on the planet at this time and to be that love, to be that beacon of light. I look forward to you going out and sharing all those ways that we heard about today to celebrate each other. And again, you can connect with Sherry Reichart below at simplycelebrate.net and her book, Say It Now, 33 Creative Ways to Say I Love You to the Important People in Your Life. Let's go be love. And if you're also looking for love's curriculum, the, my channeled book from the High Council, that is available as well on Amazon and other online retailers. So I love you. Go magnify and amplify love and know that you are connected and that there is support and that we are all in this together. So reach out if you need uh, by email at support at lovescurriculum.com to my website, lovescurriculum.com, to sherry at simplycelebrate.net. And you can also follow me on social media. So if you haven't yet, I love staying connected every day there. And that would be at Instagram. It's loves underscore curriculum. Or Facebook, my Facebook page, loves curriculum. Or you can find me at Jenny Randolph there on Facebook as well. All right. I believe in each one of you. I love you. Thank you for being here. Until next time, take care.